This is Generation Justice, a multimedia project that trains youth to harness the power of media. I'm Bianca Mitchell. And I'm Elijah Cage. Tonight we are talking about the ways students can get around town and the world. We will be hearing about international exchange programs with Kathy Dodd and Othman Lali Omar from AFS Intercultural Programs. We also talk with Mahdi Husseini and Baruch Kampos from Together for Brothers about their plans for a universal youth bus pass. Here to introduce our songs for the evening is our music host, Sheldon Hamilton. Thanks, Elijah. Because of the recent passing of Aretha Franklin, the Queen of Soul, we will be dedicating most of our music to her. Up first is Young, Gifted, and Black. summer, young people in Albuquerque were able to ride the bus for free, thanks to Together for Brothers, the city of Albuquerque, and the other community organizations. Together for Brothers wants to continue to give youth easy access to public transportation with a universal youth bus pass. We will learn more from program coordinator Baruch Kampos and youth organizer Mahdi Husseini. Now, here is longtime DJ member Nicole Beatty with Baruch Campos and Mari Hosini. This is Nicole Beatty with Generation Justice, and I am speaking with Baruch Campos and Mahdi Husseini from Together for Brothers. Welcome to Generation Justice. Would you please tell us more about yourselves? Hello, everybody. My name is Mahdi Husseini, and I was born in Afghanistan. I grew up in Turkey, and I'm being here like uh, three years. And uh, I'm junior at Highland High School, and I'm martial artist, and also I'm youth organizer with Together for Brothers. Thank you. My name is Baruch. I was born in Acapulco, Guerrero. I grew up in uh, Phoenix, Arizona, and I've been here in Albuquerque for eight years, living in the International District. I'm the program coordinator with Together for Brothers, and I'm 22 years old. Okay, thank you. Um, Tell us more about the work of Together for Brothers, Baruch. So Together for Brothers, our focus is um, building capacity and working with young men of color in Albuquerque. Our primary neighborhoods currently is the International District and Westgate because we've been doing a lot of work around transportation, and those are two of the neighborhoods that we know are more the most transit-dependent. What inspired you to to work with Together for Brothers, Mahdi? So I was in, in fitness club. And uh, I was a leader in fitness club, and uh, I was teaching, like, uh, weight training and boxing. So there was uh, Miss Ali. Yeah, and she told me about the Together for Brothers, like, uh, how, what kind of program is it? And she told me, like, if I want to join in program. So it was a good opportunity for me because I wasn't doing nothing except uh, martial arts. So... It was good to know more people and communicate and uh, build capacity or engage myself and learn more English. So it was a good opportunity for me, and uh, I've been like uh, learning like more 
about community and about like uh, what's going on in Albuquerque for young men of color. Thank you, Birch. For me, what inspired me to be part of Together for Brothers was just seeing all the work that was being done in the community. I've been working with Enlace Comunitario for three years, and I was always up to date with what Together for Brothers was doing. And when they approached me um, to see if I want to be involved in Together for Brothers, I immediately said yes, um, because one of the things that really caught my attention was that we were they were working with young people and they believe that young men of color can and should be leaders in all levels in their community. And so that really resonated with me, um, being a young person myself at the time and you know, also with a lot of my history as a young person and not finishing high school and really seeing the opportunities that Together for Brothers um, has for young people. Thank you, guys. Thank you for sharing that with us. Madi, can you tell us more about the health impact assessments that Together for Brothers conducted, and what was the reason? So last summer, we started researching like uh, what's going on in Albuquerque and other states, and we did like research about uh, public transportation. So our focus is uh, for health determinants, which is uh, access to recreation, access to education, and also access to employment and promoting healthy habits. So we thought it's best for young men of color, like uh, most of young men of color doesn't have access to public public transportation. So our goal was uh, to get a free bus pass for all youths in Albuquerque. And we found out that uh, in other states like uh, Denver, Colorado, they had like uh, universal bus passes. Like they can go to zoo, museum and libraries for free. It was a good opportunity to survey people, especially young men of color and learn more like uh, what they need in community and what they need like in this city. We asked like, um, if you had the free bus pass, uh, are you being like more likely to graduate from high school or not skip classes? And 73 and above, they responded yes, like uh, they're more likely if they had free bus pass. And uh, that was the reason to work on health impact assessment and uh, on public transportation and we took uh, surveys like it was uh, more than more than 300 response and yeah wow what a great example of seeing research put into work thank you for sharing that um for both of you guys what were some of the common needs you identified among young people in the community uh, some of the common needs that we've um, we've heard from young people has been really again those access accesses to transportation and access to recreation was a big one um, in the international district for example there's not a lot of places to do art in the Westgate there's not a lot of places where the young people who um, want to do soccer in Westgate there's no professional um, level soccer fields so they always have to like go out of their neighborhood to be able to participate in club soccer um, so that was one of the common needs that we saw was really access to that recreation in their neighborhoods you know it's kind of difficult for young people to leave their neighborhoods especially when 
they're low income families and they don't have access to that transportation. So one of the common needs, another common need was access to jobs. A lot of young people, especially immigrant and refugee young people, it's really difficult to find a job and keep a job. There's a transportation issue, and then there's also the language issue, especially when you're a newcomer. Um, so those were some of the common needs that we saw during our health impact assessment and our focus groups that we've also been able to conduct in our neighborhoods. Thank you. And Mari, what are some of the needs um, you identified amongst young people in the community? So like how Bruce mentioned, like uh, the job opportunity and recreational, and also like uh, I've been hearing like from young men of color and refugees, like uh, they need access to free bus buses because it's like so hard for them like to pay like every day like 35 cents or like if you count as like uh, go to school and pay 35 cents and then go back home and then 35 cents more and then if you count that it's like a lot for more most of people because that they're like if they doesn't work it's hard for them to pay that you know yeah thank you guys for both sharing those um how have the results of your research been received by policymakers? Baruch? That's a good question. Um, it's been so far so good. We've actually been working with, a, uh, this summer we were able to distribute 1,500 bus passes to young people in Albuquerque as a pilot to really try to get the feel of how this universal free bus pass in Albuquerque would impact our young people. And so we've we've been working with a youth bus pass team this summer, and we were able to do that and distribute these bus passes, help distribute these bus passes to the young people here in Albuquerque. You, you said that these are summer bus passes. What, what are the next steps and so that you guys or the youth in Albuquerque can use them so that they are school-long, semester-long bus passes that they're more sustainable. So it's not just the summer, but also during the school year. So we're hoping that there will be something more long-term sooner than later. And there are people in the city who are working on that. And we've actually just met with um, Councillor Pat Davis from the International District, from our neighborhood. And we were able to have this conversation about how could we get 500 bus passes now for the young people who just started school because school started this week and there's nothing in place for the young people that need transportation who need to get to school. So we talked to Pat Davis about how could we find the resources to uh, buy 500 bus passes from Albuquerque Ride to distribute them to young people, um, especially immigrants and refugees who are the population who needs them the most at this point to get to school. So we're still working on data collection. So we we are getting like uh, more data from the young men of color who lives in the international district and Westke. So we are looking forward to get a free universal passes for all use in Albuquerque. So they can have access to free library, free zoo, and free museum and uh, it's. And that's more of like a long-term later on. Awesome. Yeah. That sounds like great work. Thank you, guys. And the big question, how can the community get involved with what the work that you guys are currently doing? So, well, so right now, 
we're trying to get our program to some of the schools, uh, which is the Atrisco Heritage Academy and also Highland High School and Albuquerque High School and uh, South Valley Academy High School and uh, also Health Leadership Academy. So we will be having program by yeah October and uh, we will be having uh, open application online and uh, they can apply on it and then they can check out our websites which is togetherforbrothers.org and our Facebook page Together for Brothers and Instagram as well Together for Brothers do you want to add on it? Yeah, we're definitely going to be trying to be working with more of the schools in Albuquerque to kind of, you know, give more opportunity to young men of color because usually we have our program downtown, which we know it's not very accessible for a lot of young people. So we'll definitely be following up with some of the schools and see how we could work um, in collaboration. And another thing for other people who might be interested in supporting this free universal bus pass for young people is just talking to um, their, their their counselors um, like we did with Pat Davis, right? Really, how can we tell the city that this is something that matters to them and that it's important for our communities? So that's another way. Awesome. Thank you. Uh, is there anything else you guys would like to add? Another thing that I would want to add is really just bring a, bring awareness that young people in our community are an asset and we should use that asset right that our young people can be leaders in our communities and they should be leaders in all levels in their communities a lot of the time we don't think about young people when we're going to have meetings to discuss um, for example the library that's going to be going up in the international district which is right next to where i live um, it's important to keep young people in mind because young people's feedback is just as important as everybody else. So that is just something that I want to add. Every time we want to make a decision for our communities, think about the young people that live in those communities and that their their is important. Yeah, right? their their health and their feedback is just as important as everybody else's. Mari, is there anything else you'd like to add? I'm mean, like how Bruce says the health is super important. So we want our youths in Albuquerque should be like healthy, do not like uh, just stay home and watch Netflix and just like be in social media, you know, like all the folks are doing that. So we want them like uh, be more healthy and get out of home and just like uh, have a conversation with uh, other youths in their neighborhood or in their community. Yeah, thank you guys for this. and telling us about the work that you're doing and the work that you're doing for the young people in Albuquerque and making steps towards sustainability so that they have access to rides so that they can be more healthier people in our communities. This is Nicole Beatty with Generation Justice. Thank you, Baruch and Mahdi, for telling us about these wonderful ideas. I have friends that use the bus all the time, and I think this would be a wonderful thing for them, so thank you. Before our next segment, here is some music chosen by our guests. Mati and Baruch. Up first is Better Together by Jack Johnson, followed by Hello by SL. There's no combination of words I could put on the back of a postcard. No song that I could sing, but I can try for your heart. Our dreams, and they are made out of real things. 
like a shoebox of photographs with sepia tone loving. Love is the answer, at least, for most of the questions of my heart. Like, why are we here and where do we go? And how come it's so hard? Not always easy or Have you ever dreamed of studying in a foreign country like China, Brazil, or Kenya? Our next guest might be able to help you turn those dreams into reality. AFS, or the American Field Service, is a nonprofit organization that has provided students with intercultural exchange opportunities for more than 70 years. Media Justice intern Kenny Alonso speaks with Kathy Dodd and Othman Lali Omar of AFS Intercultural Programs about the exchange opportunities available for students in New Mexico. This is Kenny Alonso with Generation Justice, and I'm speaking with Kathy Dodd, chair of American Field Service Intercultural Programs, and Athman Lali Omar, the National Director of AFS Kenya. Welcome to Generation Justice. Thank you Thank very you. much. Pleasure. Would you please tell us more about yourselves? This is Kathy Dodd, and uh, I've been involved as a volunteer with AFS for almost 15 years. Um, and it's been an incredible experience meeting these wonderful children from all over the world who spend a year in New Mexico, and then also the other volunteers and host families and people that make it all happen. This is Athman Lali Omar. I'm from Kenya, and I've been involved uh, working as a volunteer for AFS Kenya, and uh, uh, also then, you know, I moved to chairmanship of the, the program in Kenya, and finally, I'm now the director of FS Kenya. Uh, FS Kenya is a part and parcel of, uh, you know, FS International, and we particularly run a program uh, called Yes Program, which is, uh, you know, bringing students from Kenya into America and, uh, you know, also hosting for other countries in, in the country, Kenya. Thank you. Uh, Kathy, could you tell us about the history of AFS? AFS is, stands for American Field Service, and these were the volunteer ambulance drivers, many of whom were injured and could not be uh, soldiers in both World War I and World War II. And after such terrible wars, they decided they had to do something to promote peace. And that's when they started the international exchange programs between young people. By knowing people on a face-to-face -face basis, it would increase uh, understanding and peace. Thank you. Um, Athman, could you tell us how AFS in Kenya differs from AFS in other countries? Uh, AFS in Kenya, it it's a very young organization that it started in uh, 2008. And, uh, you know, in Kenya, what we do is uh, we do hosting and we also do sending. 
sending, you know, we are very much uh, promoted by YES program in uh, in America. So our students come to USA uh, every year and they interact with the communities here. They have homestay with the families. They go to school and they do all that kids do in America. What does YES stand for? And could you tell me more about that program? Yes, YES stands for Youth education study program and uh, it is uh, actually you know a program that is run by uh, bureau of educational cultural uh, affairs in the state department so yes is one of several scholarship programs that the u.s state department offers for for youth thank you okay and this question is for both of you how do students benefit from international exchange programs yeah. Students uh, benefit a lot from uh, international program because uh, right now the world is becoming a very small place. We all need each other. And therefore, when students come abroad, uh, participating in other cultures, they come and understand the, the cultural differences, but at the same time appreciating each other's culture they are able to see ways and means of the country that they're visiting, how it is managed, you know, how kids go to get their education. You know, they see issues that are challenging countries like uh, poverty, you know, health issues, and uh, they come back home prepared actually to start thinking and working uh, towards giving back to the community. So some of the students, in the end, they come back to our, to, to their community ready to do community projects, and they also even come back to, our, to the countries of, uh, where they visited to do similar things. So it's like really it matures the kids. It, uh, you know, helps in the economic development of the countries, both the hosting as well as the, the sending countries. I see tremendous growth in the students that both the international students who come to New Mexico and the U.S. students who go abroad for a year generally. But they grow, they mature, they have a worldview instead of a local view. And especially for the U.S. students, we need to get over our fears of what we don't know. And by meeting these people one-on-one, -on -one, it opens up your world and your understanding. Thank you. I agree. Um, what are some skills that students gain from this kind of experience? A new language. Mm -hmm. they, they learn new language. They learn leadership skills. You know, and that's uh, very important because uh, right now you can see that uh, we need a lot of young people to be leading, you know, in various uh, sector in management of uh, their own affairs, in management of, uh, you know, education that they're getting, in management of, uh, uh, you know, human rights issues, you know. they So they need to really be... Uh, involved in understanding all the, what we what it takes to get there, you know, and uh, that's really the the leadership that we are thinking of that we want our kids to be able to stand for the for the for their right for the right of uh, those who are weak as well. 
not just for their own individual rights. Thank you. In this political climate, why are programs like this so important? I hate to see that the United States is so fearful, and we're fearful because we don't know. And the more we know, the more understanding and and working together, we have such significant problems in the United States and in the world. And if we can join forces and look for the peaceful solution, the world will be a much better place. We are all sharing the same uh, environment uh, in, in, th- in this world where we are today. The Mother Earth needs us badly to protect it. And uh, if we do not take care right now, we are talking of climatic changes and all this, and we can see it all over. And uh, by that, it cannot be taken care by only one given country because it happened there rapidly and all this. We need each other, you know, in taking care of the Mother Earth. Like, uh, example, in Kenya, we have the wildlife uh, management. But that wildlife is not just ours. It's an international, uh, you know, uh, inheritance for all of us and we need to be steady fast in order to protect that part of the heritage that we have and we can only be able to to do that but by you know educating our our young people thank you where can new mexican students go to find out more about these programs i think the easiest way would be to go to the afsusa.org website. It has a lot of information. It has links to the State Department scholarships. And it's a good way to get started to see what is available in their programs. I also have to put a plug in that we are looking for families to welcome these students. We're limited by the number of host families we can find in a year. And There's information about hosting. And even volunteering. You can volunteer with AFS, and I would love to have some young people at different high schools welcome our exchange students next year. So all that information is on AFSUSA.org. And if you still have questions, please give me a call. My home number is 505 296 What would you say to a student who is interested but isn't sure if this is for them? I think uh, uh, AFS AFS International, AFS USA, you know, they are are here, they are on the websites, and, uh, you know, they can call, uh, you know, these offices, they can call volunteers here in uh, New Mexico and talk to them like, uh, you know, my friend Kathy here. There is There are people who can support them and help them to get more information and particularly on a particular country or particular program or particular scholarship. I would just add that AFS is a volunteer-based organization. Everybody in New Mexico is a volunteer. We're not an employee. And we do it because we love it, and we love the kids that come and the kids that go. And it is a big step, but oh my goodness, the benefit. And we're here, we provide support for the students and the families, and I think it's worth the leap. Thank you. Now, before we end, is there anything else that either of you would like to add? 
take the leap. There are opportunities for you to take the leap. I think uh, I would like to see that uh, we have uh, more involvement of uh, new Mexican students coming abroad. It is the only way that, uh, apart from getting their class, uh, you know, structure, mathematics, physics, and all this, we need to see people interacting. And therefore, the only way they can uh, appreciate this is really to come and share my food in Kenya, to come and share the place that uh, I live in order to appreciate my architecture and other cultural, uh, you know, values that we have in uh, in those countries so that we can, uh, you know, remove the the superiority feelings of uh, or and the biases that uh, we normally carry against other cultures and instead we can see the differences and appreciate the differences and be able to live together for instance uh, i have seen quite a number of students from america coming to kenya at the end of the day when they leave the country to to come back here they leave that uh, they have a mother in kenya they have a father in Kenya. They have a, a brother or a sister in Kenya. And they have a very good neighborhood, friends and schools. And therefore, you know, like right now, we, with all these ideas of, uh, you know, human rights issues, we, when the kids come to, to Kenya, they can see the way Kenya is tackling the human rights issues. And therefore, we can always be able to make them understand, you know, the the values of uh, human human nature, human being, and therefore to share those values with uh, with other cultures, you know, so that we don't want America to be an isolated uh, big country because they have it everything, you know. We want America to come and understand and share those values with us. Wow, I just want to thank you both for taking the time to come in and sharing all this fascinating information that I believe a lot of futures or a lot of students in the future will benefit from. Thank you for the opportunity. Thank you very much. Hopefully we'll see new Mexican students in uh, other parts of the world soon. This is Kenya Alonso with Generation Justice. Thank you to Kathy and Othman for giving students the opportunity to build a wider view of the world and learn how to accept more cultures and people. Sheldon, I know you spent time finding songs from Aretha Franklin for this evening. Tell us what you have for us. Thank you, Elijah. Before we share our community announcement, let's hear Classic Bop by Aretha Franklin. Here is Respect. Welcome back to Generation Justice. Now, Sheldon will share an exciting calendar event for y'all. Did you know Three Sisters Kitchen is having their grand opening? You can join them to celebrate with delicious food, live music, activities, tours of their community facilities, and their local foods shop and cafe. Really? 
This will be at Three Sisters Kitchen at 109 Gold Avenue Southwest on Friday, August 24th from 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. For more information, visit threesisterskitchen.org. And hey, before we finish the show, here's Aretha Aretha Franklin's rendition of A Change Is Gonna Come by Sam Cooke. Just like the river I've been running ever since He said it's been a long We've come to the end of another hour of resistance. We would like to thank our guests Mahdi Husseini and Baruch Compost from Together for Brothers. And thank you to Kathy Dodd and Othman Lali Omar of the AFS Intercultural Programs. Production assistance came from Kateri Zuni and Roberto Rael. Our show tonight was engineered by Isabel Becerra. We want to give a big shout out to all of our youth producers. We cannot do what we do without you. Generation Justice would also like to thank KUNM for bringing the voices of young people to you, KUNM listeners. Our website is generationjustice.org, where you can check out all of our multimedia work and listen to our podcasts, which are also available on SoundCloud and iTunes. We're also active on social media platforms like Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Generation Justice is funded by the W.K. Kellogg Foundation, with an additional funding from the McCune Foundation, Gwen Alma Health Foundation, the Albuquerque Community Foundation, and of course, all of you who have contributed to our project by visiting our website and clicking donate. Our opening song is Youth of the Nation by P.O.D. I'm Elijah Cage. And I'm Bianca Mitchell. And join us next Sunday at 7 o'clock. Back to you, Sheldon. Our last songs of the night are Think, You Send Me, and One Step Ahead, all by Aretha Franklin. Think was Aretha's seventh top ten hit in the United States. I'm Sheldon Hamilton. Do, honey, you do, honey, you do.